Hello, Jessica Jovanovich here, your host of the Manifest Your Best Life podcast. On this episode, I am sharing with you guys the six things that you must do in order to be successful in your business. And really, we're going back in time and I'm sharing with you what I've learned over the last 10 plus years as an entrepreneur that have contributed time and time again to success. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Manifest Your Best Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Jovanovich, international mindset and manifestation coach and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each episode, I'll be bringing you the tips, tools, and troubleshooting you need to unlock your next level with ease. Plus, discover how to feel more joy, confidence, and magic all along the way. Thank you so much for being here. It's time to manifest your best life. Hello, my friends. How are you doing today? Jessica Jovanovich here with Manifest Your Best Life, the podcast. All right. We are diving right in today. I have made a list for you guys. I love teaching from a list. Do you guys like lists? <laughs> you can take notes. You can keep track of it. You can make sense of it in your mind. So I broke this down into six different uh, steps, bullet points, must-dos, must-knows, whatever you want to call it to be successful. And really what I where I got these is this is me looking from where I am now taking a scan back over my entrepreneurial journey. Now, I've kind of always had this bit of the entrepreneur mentality, but it really wasn't until 2011, 2010 when I really jumped in both feet and was determined to make this journey as an entrepreneur work. And I partnered with a network marketing company. And if you don't know my story, I still have, I still run that business to this day. It's uh, built up a wonderful, beautiful team. And I absolutely love the mission and the purpose of the company and the product and the business opportunity. And I still build that to this day. And I'm so grateful for it because through it, I learned how to become a good entrepreneur, how to develop that grit, that determination, that drive, how to persevere, and how to also flip from just building that way and and operating in the hustle and grind to understand how I could shift into this flow state, this aligned action where I could tweak the type of action I was taking so that it felt better and was more efficient, more effective, more fun. And I'm so, so grateful for that experience because I feel that I I did a lot of trial and error. I was so gung-ho and so new to the entrepreneurial world that jumping in both feet and so determined to make it happen, it was this crash course in life, this crash course in personal development understanding my limitations, my blocks, and also what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur. So if you don't know the end of that story, that that team, I was a bit able to build that up to one of the top ranks really quickly. And then that caused people to reach out to me and ask for some, uh, some coaching. Can you tell me like what was the difference maker? What really made you be able to do this. And that's where I started diving deeper into the inner work and realized that that's not what everybody's doing, this mindset and this manifestation, the energetics, people don't know about that. And that is the difference maker when you are able to put that into the business that you are creating. Now, it doesn't just stop there. When we talk about being an entrepreneur, so many of these concepts are the same in life, that we can take the same principles, the same concepts and 
superimpose them over our life and get results there too. And this podcast is about manifesting your best life. That means whatever type of business, whatever type of relationships, whatever you want in this life, it's figuring out how to experience that, how to allow that, how to draw that into your experience. So we're going to talk heavily on how to be successful in your business based on me looking back over my journey as an entrepreneur and what worked, but also know that you can take these same concepts and put them in whatever category you want. So, all right, these six steps. Oh, I should also say too, as a coach now, because I, in addition to my network marketing business, I now have my focus on coaching people to manifest their best life. (laughs) Imagine that. But really understanding how to integrate mindset and manifestation in their life to really consciously create the life and business of their dreams. And so these same principles are things that I continue to use. They, They are what I used when I started my coaching business. They are things that I come to again and again and again. I just am going to speak in the context of my very first business from 10, 11 years ago and what I was learning there because it just, there's a fun perspective when it's just you're brand new to the scene, right? So what I know now (laughs) that I learned back then. So let's dive right in. The first thing, how to be successful. The first thing you have to believe before you see it. Believe it before you see it. Hello, Wayne Dyer. Any other Wayne Dyer fans? Like, yes, please, right? Wayne Dyer, love him so much. He was one of my early mentors, sources of inspiration when I was trying to understand what I was doing with the inner work before I had a terminology for it. When I was able to have this time to increase my awareness, I could see that there was things or I could sense that there was things internally that were benefiting me and my experience in life. And then when I stumbled upon Wayne Dyer and started reading his books and, and looking over his work, it gave me this vocabulary for it, these words to articulate what I was experiencing. So absolutely love him. And he has a a book, um, when you, you'll see it when you believe it or, or something to that. I might have believe it and then you'll see it. It's the same idea where so often people think, well, I want to see it first. Give me the proof first and then I'll believe. But that's not how it works. If we go to manifesting 101, the energy you show up in is what you get back. We're a magnet for the vibe that we're hanging out in. And so we have to believe in something new in order for us to see it. So when you're starting a business, you have to believe that it is possible. You can't be showing up in a place of limitation and then saying like, okay, I want this thing to work. I I want this business to happen for me, but you aren't in belief. You have to believe that it is possible for you before you begin. It's absolutely crucial. I have over on my bookshelf and my earliest mantra, and I pass this out to all my team members and anybody building with me, and I still carry it into my coaching today, is dwell in possibility. My favorite mantra of all time, the reminder that puts us back in our power And back in charge of what is ours to control, which is ourself. The thoughts we think, the words we speak, the action we take. And when we do that with an undercurrent of possibility, changes so much, okay? All right, so that first thing, we got to believe it before we can see it. And obviously, this makes sense. When you are starting to build a business, you don't have any results. You're at the beginning. You have zero customers. You have zero sales. You have zero on everything. You have to believe that it is possible before it happens. And that is how you will then see it. All right, the second little bullet point here, and it goes hand in hand with the first. This is to cast a vision. Be so rooted in your vision. You've got to cast a vision for yourself, for anybody that you're working with, 
being able to inspire through that vision and not just talk about it, but truly live in the energy of it. A problem that happens is people will think about where they want to go, but then they're caught up in the lack of it. They know what it feels like to not have it. And they're like, oh, I want it so bad. So that's the wanting for it versus the having of it. Can you cast a vision that allows you so vividly to to feel it so you can feel the feelings of having it and therefore dwell in the energy of it. This is this allows you to stand up a little taller, have those shoulders back, head a little head a little taller, you know, better posture that that embodiment of where you're going. And when you're starting out in your business, like when you start to own that energy of this is what I'm creating and you have that confidence, you have that certainty that comes from dwelling in the energy of your vision. That really makes magic happen. That draws people to you. That's an inspiration. It helps unlock what you are trying to communicate and it unlocks it and communicates it in ways that words cannot. Your energy gets to do the communicating and our energy is always communicating. Energy doesn't lie. There's always been something translated, communicating there. And so this is where we get to leverage that for our good. We get to show up in a way that's congruent with what we actually want. So we've got to cast that vision. I think back when I was starting in network marketing and in network marketing, you can log in and you can see your sales, how many people are on your team and what your commission's going to be, ranks, all that sort of things. It would be similar now when I look at the online sales industry. Obviously, if you're selling a physical product, you can track those sales. You can see what your marketing costs are. You can see the, the level of interest, if you're in online business, you see your email list building, you can see who's opening your stuff, who's purchasing your digital courses, all of that, right? But in the beginning, like I said, in step one or bullet point one, it's zero. There's nothing there. There's nothing there yet. And so I had this practice of logging in to my account when there was zero. It was just me listed there. And I would visualize a whole organization, that the whole graphic would be filled out with people and that it would show the the part that showed the commission. I could see the structure of that and what numbers would be rolling in and I would just get so excited. And this was something that I, I practiced that feeling again and again. And though, do you see how if you are rooted in that vision, it reinforces that belief in something that you've got to have before you see it and back and forth, back and forth. They like fuel each other. But if we're trying to create something, we we want to be able to show up in this powerful vibration. And so that's a great practice. That's something I'm so glad that I did back then and I just visualized it. And then little by little, anytime you have even one incremental shift, like one sale or one person on your email list or one new conversation, whatever it is, you get to start using that as evidence of this is going in the direction that I want. Wow, this is evidence that it is working. And that was such a profound feeling when I had my first enrollment in network marketing. I thought, oh my hell, this works. Oh my gosh, it's working. That vision I have, it's happening. And anytime I would see something else grow, I could just have my attention there. And the cool thing about this is then when there was things that would have been negatives, like evidence that it wasn't working, like if someone returned their order or if somebody whatever decided not to join or whatever the quote unquote setback would be, my attention didn't even go there. I It was just, okay, whatever, because I was so focused on where I was going. I had that vision dialed in, that belief in something, and I knew that I would see it the more and more I believed that I would see it. Um, also, a powerful thing that happens when we're able to really create a vision 
it allows us, just like I said, I could see evidence of things happening for me and things that weren't, I I didn't even give my attention to, so they didn't stall my momentum. They didn't hold me back. This really allows us to continue to create based on that vision we have for the future, keep taking action and doing things in the energy of what we're creating in the future rather than our old story, rather than the history. If I would have been there trying to build a team, build a business, and just being fixated on the fact that there was zero people on day one, like I started my business and there's no sales, <laughs> oh, it's not growing, or I've only had one person join me, you know, like how is that going to help me? That's not going to help me. I want to create based on the vision of the future, and that's totally what I did, and it made such a huge difference. So we've gone through two of these. So take a little honest assessment. It doesn't matter if you've been in business for 10 days or 10 years. You can start implementing new things right away. This isn't just for the brand new person. This is for wherever you are. You can choose again. You can choose a new energy. You can choose to operate in a new way. You get to have that line in the sand moment whenever you want. You get to have that clean slate experience whenever you want. So just tune in. Are any of those for you? Is that what you needed to hear? Is there a shift that needs to occur? Or is this more of a momentum builder? Because you can see that you're already doing that, whether you have been consciously doing it or just intuitively doing it. And that can get you excited too, all right? But Ultimately, I want your feeling to be enthusiasm, having this deeper understanding of what you get to implement into your business now. Okay, the third thing, the third thing. Anybody ever feel any fear? (laughs) Of course, right? We're all human. So you get to use that fear as a compass. Use the fear as a compass. When I look back, that's so what I did. There were so many times where I was so scared. Everything was new to me. Everything was outside of my comfort zone. I could not believe some of the action that I was taking. The idea of going and talking to strangers, talking to people who were far more uh, educated and older than me, that had way more life experience, people that were joining my team that were older than me and more experienced when in uh, network marketing even, and they would join on my team as my leader. Like that, I would be afraid and What I know is that we have a choice when it comes to fear. Well, first of all, fear is a freaking liar, all right? Fear causes us to believe that there really is something to be scared of, and there really isn't. We are just growing and uncomfortable, and when we're expanding and that's uncomfortable, part of our brain is like, oh, no, new equals scary, so go back to the old patterns. We want familiarity. We want comfort zone, even if what is familiar isn't actually comfortable. It's only comfortable because it's familiar, well, I'm not interested in just a comfortable life. I want a, I want a standout life. I want a big life. I want a, a life of my design that I intentionally co-create with the universe. And we have to make that decision of what do we want? Do we want to be in familiarity that's honestly not comfortable, it's just familiar? Or are we willing to be uncomfortable to have the things that we desire? Life is all about this opportunity if we take it to stretch and grow and be outside of our comfort zone and intentionally choosing expansion is one of the quickest ways to grow your business. When you've made a decision that fear isn't going to be something that stops you, you get to expand in such a profound way. So when I say use fear as a compass, you look at it and you think, oh, what am I being afraid of? Oh, I'm feeling afraid to go live on Instagram. I'm afraid to send this email. I'm afraid to reach out to this person. Assuming that this is aligned for you, and we're going to get to that, use that fear as a freaking compass, okay? 
where that's exactly the first thing that you need to do that day. If you're feeling afraid to talk to someone, talk to that person. If you're afraid to send the email, send the email. It lets you know truly what the next thing is to do. I remember reading in a book, uh, I think it's called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And she has this beautiful little metaphor or or illustration, I can picture it in my mind, where fear is always going to be there. And she uses this little part in the book to describe that we have a choice of whether the fear is going to drive the car or we can say, okay, yep, I get that you're here, buddy, but you take a back seat. You're not running the show. And if you have that visual in your mind, when you feel that fear, you can visually tell yourself, all right, I get that you're here. Take a back seat. Why that's so powerful is a mistake people make is they want to wait until they don't feel afraid anymore. And that day will never come. The the day when you're not afraid anymore, that you don't feel fear to some degree, is the day that you're no longer growing. It's the day that you have chosen the familiarity that's not really comfortable, but we think it's comfortable because it's familiar. That's that's how you know that's what you've chosen because expansion is uncomfortable and there's going to be fear. Now, it doesn't mean that I, I was really scared to do Facebook Lives when they first came out. Now I can do that every single day. It doesn't even phase me. But there's other things that I'm still afraid of. I feel fear to do. And so the more you do it, the more practiced you become, the more the, the less scary it is, but the, the practice of intentional expansion never goes away. And so if we find something that is scaring us, take a look at it and say, is this, is this the compass? Is this exactly the direction I need to go to catapult me forward? Chances are it totally is. All right. The fourth thing, which I said we would talk about when we were talking about fear is take aligned action. So there are, to piggyback off of of using fear as a compass, there would be things that wouldn't make sense, that aren't very logical, that aren't going to build your business, that would be scary. You know, if I was going to go do a golf tournament, that would be outside my comfort zone. I would experience expansion in some way. And sure, there's benefit to that when we do things that are (laughs) uncomfortable. Yes. But that might not have a direct correlation of what I need right now to grow my business. So that's an extreme example. But we're not just doing things that we're afraid of for the sake of doing something we're afraid of. We're doing it within the context of I'm taking aligned action. So aligned action means that we are taking action that is congruent. The energy of it is congruent with that vision that we have casted with that belief we have in what we are creating. And when we take aligned action, that also means that we aren't in the hustle and grind. We aren't in motion just for the sake of being in motion. That's actually a way that people will try to overcompensate for fear that they feel. They will just try to move, just try to do so much motion that it kind of can wash out that fear feeling, but it's still there. It's not actually doing anything that effective. We're just in chaotic, frantic action. And maybe it's not even from something you're afraid of doing. It's something you're afraid of not having a result. Like not having that result, that's not an option. And so you take frantic, chaotic action. I have so been there where it's like, I am so determined. I am so driven. I will do whatever it takes. And that's not a bad mentality to have, but we want to check ourselves because when we're in the frantic, chaotic action, it's not very efficient. It's not very sustainable. And it has a lot of detrimental impact where it can lead to this burnout. It can lead to this this push and then not even, uh, it's like push and burnout, push and breakdown rather than um, motion forward and resting, right? It's like we'll go, 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 burn ourselves completely out and then be forced to have to take a break. And those long lapses of time are what really hold us back. So when we're in aligned action, it gives us that state of, 
where we're in the ease, the flow, and it still will be a lot of motion. It can still be massive action, but it's aligned versus the frantic, chaotic, reactive action or force type of action. And instead it's, okay, I am connected to my vision and this is what's for me now to do next. And I'm moving forward in that. This leads in perfectly for the, this one leads in perfectly (laughs) to the fifth one that I wrote down, which is to be led. So when we're in aligned action, we're really allowing ourselves to be led. This doesn't mean from outside of ourselves. This doesn't mean that externally we're waiting for someone to tell us what to do every day. This is accessing our intuition, accessing our inner voice. I know it's so cliche, but truly, you guys already have all the answers within. We, we all have the answers within us, but we've had this lifetime of creating noise that disconnects us from our inner voice and from being able to hear that and trust that. And we've got to develop that muscle again. We've got to develop it little by little and begin to trust it. And so when we're being led, it allows us to then be so confident in the action that we're taking that we're not second guessing, that we're not wondering if we are in hustle and grind or just action for the sake of action or reactionary to the fear we're feeling or reactive to worrying that we're not going to get it. It's It allows us to be in this very steady, confident place. The benefit of this too is if you don't see immediate results, you know how to troubleshoot that. You know if it's, oh, I can see that I was off course or I can see that there's this limit that I've been believing that I've got to rewrite or I can see that you know, whatever needs to change. It allows us to illuminate for ourselves what what either went wrong and how we need to shift or it allows us to see the results are coming. Keep building them. It's the invisible results. That's from the book, The Slight Edge, where he talks about this plant, the water hyacinth. I should have looked up how to pronounce it. I didn't know I was going to talk about it today. Google it, right? It's this, the, here's the concept though, <laughs> in The Slight Edge. It's this plant that, grows and grows and grows, but you see none of it. And then after 28 days of growth or something like that, then almost overnight, this whole plant has covered the pond and it's gorgeous and beautiful. And so it's illustrating the point of these invisible results where sometimes you're in this action, you're moving forward, but you might not be seeing the immediate momentum that you're creating. And so you have to understand how to trust your internal guidance system so you can know if, am I doing all this for nothing or am I building this invisible result and allowing ourselves to prioritize being led rather than always seeking outside of ourselves for validation or for the how-to or the what-to-do. It it allows us to be in our power and in our confidence as we move forward. And the cool thing is from that place, then you might be guided to a mentor. You might be guided to the perfect podcast or the perfect person to talk to that can help show you the way, that can show what they did. That's not wronged or bad or any of those things to reach out to someone, but from it's from a different energy. You see what I'm saying? Being able to navigate from that internal place where you're being led in your aligned action, it it takes this energy leak out, this second guessing, this wondering and worrying, it eliminates that. Very, very powerful. And you can see how if those things are out and we're not having these energy leaks all over the place, how we truly are making our way to the results in such an efficient, effective, powerful way that is way more fun. All right. And that's what I'm interested in. We didn't start our business because we just like wanted to not have fun and be stuck inside and be miserable for a lifetime. 
no, that doesn't, that's not congruent with the vision (laughs) that we are casting and why we're doing what we're doing and the passion that we have in our hearts. So this is a way to be congruent within ourselves and within the action that we're taking in our business. All right, the final, final little thought that I had written down is to commit to the pivot. This is where you are so willing to take action now. You're so willing to start being in motion and you are in that motion willing to pivot as needed, whether this is in your business, taking on a new iteration of your business, changing something in that way, or if it's just internally realizing, oh, I'm out of alignment, I'm going to pivot back in. Oh, I'm in limitation, I'm going to do the work, work through that and create a new possibility. Oh, I can see that I'm drawing myself outside of my power. I'm recalibrating back into my power. That's the pivot. These little these little motions, these little shifts where we're getting back into our focused, clear state where our vibration is a match for the thing that we actually desire so that we can draw it to us. But that does require a conscious commitment because Without that conscious commitment, the the goal isn't perfection. The goal isn't to be in alignment and take perfect aligned action and to have perfect vision and have perfect belief. Like that's not the goal at all. That's impossible. The goal here is to commit back to your alignment. When you notice you've stepped out, commit back. And that's going to be every single day. Every single day we're going to step out of alignment. And we don't shame or guilt ourselves for that. We get to say, oh, interesting. I observe that I'm out of alignment and now I'm going to commit to the pivot. I'm coming back into alignment. Same thing in our business. If you're moving forward, one of the best ways to troubleshoot your business is to be in motion, to take action because from the action, the data that you get from that, you'll be able to make these little pivots. You can see, oh, this converts better if I do it this way or my ideal client is actually this type of person or I'm going to niche down in this way. Like it allows us to move how we need to move. And I saw that when I started my business 10, almost 11 years ago, that I had to be so willing to take imperfect action that I had to start before I was ready and commit to the pivot along the way because I gathered such powerful data. I realized what worked for me, how I could present the product and this business in a powerful way that was congruent with me, that felt natural to me, that felt good with my words. But I couldn't figure that out if I was trying to sit at home and make it all perfect first. I had to be willing to take action before I was ready because the day that, that day of like, oh, I will feel ready when I'm going to wait until I feel ready. That's like out there with the same thing as I'm going to move forward when I'm not afraid anymore. Those days, they, they will never, ever, ever come. The way through it is through it. The way over it is through it. <laughs> the way to uh, deal with that fear, to deal with that feeling of not being ready is to go is to face it, is to go forward. And you can do that in an aligned way so you feel powerful. So you feel connected to yourself and you can be led through it. And when we realize that the priority here is the pivot, not perfection, it opens us up to so much more perspective. We're going to gather so much more. I keep saying data, like you're going to collect this information for yourself and how you operate and for your business and for your team, your organization, for your products that is so valuable. You could never get the same amount from just sitting home and trying to predict it or study it. It's through it that you get such valuable, valuable information that will continue to bless you and help you and magnify what you are creating 
it's immeasurable. So that brings me to, you've got all six of them now. Which one was your favorite? Which one is standing out to you the most right now? When you think about your business and your life right now, which one did you need to hear? I'm going to recap them for you. Believe before you see it. You got to believe it to see it. Cast the vision and live in the energy of it. Use fear as a compass. Take aligned action. Be led and commit to the pivot. Which one's standing out to you the most? Which one do you get to implement today? Which one is this little aha light bulb moment of, oh, that's what I needed to hear. That's how I'm going to shift how I'm showing up today. Trust that inner knowing. Trust that takeaway that you just received. And that's truly how you manifest your best life. All right. We will talk again soon. I hope you have the best day. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this was helpful, please take 30 seconds to give me a five-star rating and review. It'd mean so much and it'll help even more people manifest their best life. Now, after you do that, take a screenshot of your review and email it to my team at hello at jessicajabonovich.com to receive my incredible money mindset training for free. Yes, you heard that right. The money mindset training specifically designed to help you unlock the flow of money in your life is yours free when you email the screenshot. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.